Hello, my fellow fat assers. Welcome to another episode of the Fat Ass Podcast. I am your host, Olivia Alvarez. Thank you for tuning in. In this episode, I will be discussing seasonal food in the month of January. I will also tell you why it's important to become a plant parent. Come on, everyone's doing it. (laughs) Also, are you ready for a recipe? Because I sure am. And now, first I'd like to start with why you should eat seasonally. I have various episodes that I have put out in the past on seasonal eating on different months, but I haven't done one on January yet, so that's why I chose January for this one. And if you haven't listened to the seasonal episodes in the past, seasonal foods are foods that are ready to eat during its preferred season or when it's at its peak. It can be anything ranging from seafood, vegetables, fruits, nuts, etc. And eating seasonal is beneficial to everyone because the food is full flavored, it's nutritious, it's cost efficient, and it's just better for the environment in a sense that it will most likely be sourced locally. I live in California and I have for my whole entire life and I'm very fortunate to live near various farms and go to farmers market that support these farms and I get to eat locally sourced produce which is pretty awesome. And when I had worked in the restaurant industry once upon a time ago, um, one of the many tasks that I had to do were to place food orders for the restaurant. And now I got to place these orders, order produce, I ordered seafood, I ordered chicken, beef, everything. And I was also very fortunate to go to the factories as well. And I got to see where these various products came from that we would serve to people in the restaurant. And we'd get things like avocados from Mexico, or citrus from Chile, or bananas from Ecuador, and different produce that I've never seen in my life from different parts of the world because they were in season in those parts of the world at that time. And it was so interesting to see that not everything was from California. And I feel like if you were to go into a restaurant that most of us have no idea where our food comes from. So next time you're in the grocery store, make sure to check the sticker on the produce or ask the workers where the produce comes from. So since we are in the month of January and most of us are looking to eat well into the new year, hopefully, I would like to highlight two seasonal foods that will be available this month. Now, first up on my list is something that I enjoy, and they are dates. So dates are also known as nature's candies because they're really sweet and delicious, And they are the fruit of a date palm tree. They are grown in tropical regions throughout the world. And the closest date farm to me in California would be the date farms in Indio, a.k.a. Coachella Valley. And they contain iron, vitamin B6, protein, potassium. They are high in fiber. They are high in antioxidants. They promote brain, bone, and digestive health, which is really good for you. And they are a natural sweetener that can replace sugar. So next time you make a smoothie, you're making cookies, cakes, or anything you like to sweeten naturally, you can definitely reach for dates. And yeah, I mean, not too many people like dates for some weird reason. I like them. They're great. (laughs) Now, next up on my list, I have green peas. And there are three common varieties, such as English peas, snow peas, and sugar snap peas. And they take approximately 55 to 60 days to grow. And they also have many benefits that are very, very similar to dates. They are high in antioxidants. They are a good source of vitamins A, C, E, and K. 
and they are also a good source of iron and zinc. They are also known to reduce inflammation. They boost your immune system. Also, it helps with your digestion. They promote weight loss, and they are also good for your eye, skin, and heart health. Now, other seasonal food in January also include olives, beets, broccoli. There are Brussels sprouts, cabbage, carrots, cauliflower, celery, chard, kale, mushrooms, spinach, turnips, Dungeness crab if you're a fan of crab, and swordfish. So go out and get your seasonal food in January. And now I want to talk about essential plants to grow indoors or outdoors. So some of these plants, or actually all of these plants I think I'm growing right now, I have rosemary, basil, thyme, lemons, and tomatoes. And like I said, they're great to have because you can grow them either indoors or outdoors. So now rosemary is a wonderful herb to have growing because you can make tea with them. You can add it to your meals. You could add it to your bath for a healthy skin. Or you can dry them out and torch them to repel insects. That's what I normally like doing because I can't stand mosquitoes. And next up is basil. So basil is another herb that you can make tea with. You can add it to your pasta or any other meal. You can place the plant into your kitchen to repel flies. Or you can rub the leaves on your skin to repel mosquitoes. Thyme is another one of my favorite herbs. And now I'm currently growing German thyme and lemon thyme. And they're both very, very delicious. I like lemon thyme because it actually smells like lemons. And now thyme is an herb that when made into a tea, it's perfect for curing your sore throat or infected gums. Or you can also cook with it or bake with it. I normally like baking breads with it with a little bit of lemon zest. And you can also make vinegars or oils with it and gift them to your friends. And next up are actually lemons. So I use lemons for everything and I use them in my teas, my waters, soups. I make lemonade with them. You can bake bread with them with the zest like I've said before and you can do just so much more with it. And lemons prevent kidney stones. They also improve your digestive health and are a good source of vitamin C and are, I can't stress this enough, delicious. Seriously, how could you not like lemons if you don't like lemons? <laughs> And lastly, I have tomatoes. Now, tomatoes come in many varieties. I personally like growing cherry tomatoes and what they're called big boy tomatoes or something like that, but they're great to have on hand always. And if you like eating sandwiches, salads, or like making fresh salsa like I always do, they are also good to consume to improve your liver and kidneys. And it's also known to treat constipation, fun fact. And however, if you have arthritis, it's probably best to stray away from tomatoes since they cause inflammation really, really bad on your joints. And it's best to grow your own plants because you save money and they're always going to be available when they're in season, which herbs are always available. And you also feel better about eating them since you know where they're coming from. And for me, another benefit to having your own plant or gardening is that gardening is a great stress reliever. Yeah, so join the movement and become a plant parent today. <laughs> it's fun. And now it's recipe time. So I have a quick, simple lemon tea recipe that I'd like to share with you. And so I have two cups of water. There's half of the lemon. You also can grab two sprigs of rosemary from your garden and one sprig of thyme from your garden as well. And two tablespoons of honey. 
And normally I like making tea two ways, but I'm gonna show you the first way and the only way actually, because it's just a whole lot easier to make this way. So first you bring your water to a boil. And while that's going, you can add all of your ingredients into your mug. And then when the water is finished boiling, you can add hot water into your mug full of ingredients. And then you cover your mug for approximately 10 to 12 minutes, and then you can enjoy. I normally like letting my tea sit for a little bit because I like drinking it warm, but I know a lot of people like drinking it hot. So make sure you enjoy that. And then if you end up trying one of the recipes, including this one, you can tag me on Instagram and I will repost you. I always like seeing people tagging me and reposting me, so it's very, very special. And now that's the end of the show. I hope you gained a lot of seasonal food knowledge and are ready to try a new recipe. Now, if you like to see what I'm up to next, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at fatasspodcast, or you can follow my personal Instagram at livemariealva. And please, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, leave me a lovely five-star review and don't forget to subscribe. Also, you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Sorry, guys, I know this is a very, very short episode, but I promise to give you more really good episodes and a little bit more hosts or guest hosts or and a bunch of guests if I can, but we are in a pandemic and it's really, really hard to score guests every now and then. So thank you for sticking with me. I am your hungry host, Olivia, and stay safe and stay eating. Bye, guys. Bye.